Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Dermot and Dave's Camper Van of Christmas Joy. With the Tesco. Standing up for joy this Christmas. Ah, lads. How's things? It's Dermot and Dave. It's Today FM. We are on the Camper Van of Christmas Joy. We have moved from Kildare, where we were yesterday. We've made our way right into the centre of the country. Let this man tell you where we are. Who, me? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I thought we were hitting yeah, a thing. We've got a clip. Hit that clip. Wow. Me, oh my, you make me sigh. You're such a good-looking woman. Yes, we are right beside the Joe Dolan statue in Mullingar Town Square. Poor Sean thought that he had to like you sing like Joe Dolan or something. No, you're all right, Sean. Don't worry. <laughs> I can try. <laughs> yeah, look, we're here, smack bang in the middle of Mullingar Town. You are not going to miss us. Uh, we've had an absolute ball. Uh, I was in Mullingar Town myself yesterday. Even wandered around, met a man called Mihal, fully dressed in a three-piece tweed suit, mm. black cap. He gave me the strongest handshake I've ever had in my life. The man was just, he was, he was just Mullingar to the core. I am very impressed with Mullingar, I have to say. It's my first time I've ever been in the town centre, I'm ashamed to say. But it is really, really pretty. Um, they've got some great shops and there's a proper country news agent. In fact, I just put a picture up on my story. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dermot Whelan Official on Instagram. And it's a proper news agent's because it's got all, everything you need, like 50 million different kinds of things. Yeah. But then also ride on tractors out the front of it <laughs> for kids for kids yeah you know those ones you see in, in the driveways of yes. country bungalows <laughs> <laughs> abandoned like flipped over that's where they get them that's where they it. get them <laughs> and uh, lots of cars beeping uh, hello there beeper but also look this is Mullingar this town is famous how many famous look we're beside the Joe Dolan statue but that statue could be of anybody <laughs> this is going to become an issue for the day no it doesn't people I think people on the radio can't hear the horns you'll have to ignore them but that's a Joe Dolan statue that could be a blizzard statue Brendan. yeah that could be a Nile Horn statue that could be the academic statue that could be the Swarbrig statue anybody no Swarbrigs oh they were uh, like a folk band from the late 70s or something were they as far as I know now it could be this is where I stand to be corrected I'm pretty sure they represented Ireland in the Eurovision yes they did it's only they won but they made an amazing video for the song that was in the Eurovision which Father Ted and Dougal Maguire did shot for shot remake when they had the My Lovely Horse music oh, video in their dream. Yes. The shot for shot remake of the Swarbriggs. That's what I know. Wow, that's an obscure reference. <laughs> you know, yeah. That could be a Michael O'Leary statue. Yeah, it couldn't be a Brezzy statue because you'd require twice as much bronze. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they've got to go with Niall or Joe. They weren't very tall men. <laughs> oh, that's true. Connor Moore, Connor Sketches. Kind of sketches. Kind of sketches. Yeah, yeah. Michael, yeah. That's, that's, town is full of legends. going on? And I, myself and Sean were walking around this morning thinking it must have been such crack here during the FLA. Like, yeah. It's just built for that kind of thing. It's just, it's one of those towns because everything is off the main street. You're never too far from the next pub. And you're never too far from a gym. Yeah. Uh, myself and Sean uh, were getting swole. We popped yeah. into the Mullingar uh, Park Hotel uh, to, uh, we were using the the gym and the yeah. sauna Sean was out running the roads of Mullingar Zero, I have something that I need to confront you about I don't what? know if we should do it on air oh you but... should definitely do it on air whatever this is <laughs> well when we were 
out exercising yeah. last night you came up kind of chatting to me after like you know post all you know yeah. all sweaty and all post workout post swole <laughs> post swole <laughs> you were so swole and like you were really casual and then you walked away and there was something I noticed and I don't know if you noticed but I, I, I was disgusted oh my god you were walking around in your Crocs. Like, what the hell? I thought I got away with them. I was walking away from you. I was like, Sean you, didn't even notice I was wearing Crocs. Like that, you such a turncoat. You said you would never let, you would never leave the house without them. And there you are walking the streets it, it, of Mullingar. In case anyone doesn't know, I, I Dave, am a Crocs fan. Cahill decided he wanted Crocs. Cahill, I helped, I enabled Cahill to get Crocs. Then as a prank. We made Dermot wear Crocs. We bought him a pair of the worst pair of Crocs we could find. They look like they're black with like paint spillage all over them. Uh, we got them for Dermot and made him wear them. Uh, one day when he was coming into work on the train, he made me go on the train. And I made him wear the Crocs. That was a kind of a, a dare off. Since then, he's been like confessing that he wears them at home yeah. to go out to the man cave. <laughs> they're so handy and yeah, but he likes the little prickly bits in the soles that go up into his feet and give him walking from the camper van to our cars. In the rain, they're perfect because you don't want you don't this have to put yeah, no, shoes. No, no. We but know plus, Crocs are no. perfect. No, but I using the steam room yesterday and the sauna. <laughs> yeah. like you know, no no verrucas are are nail fungus for me. Dermot, I was so embarrassed for you <laughs> that I didn't want to say it to you to embarrass you even more. <laughs> you see, this I'm just going to embrace it. <laughs> so, no, no, do you know what? Actually, usually in this situation, I'd be like, oh my god, you're such a turncoat. Like I said, no, you know what? I'm going to take it back. Go embrace the. This is what I want people to do. Crocs are not embarrassing. Crocs are amazing. Oh no, they are. You're they're turning not. into Just, Dave. No, they're Look, not. They are you. functional, amazing, comfortable shoes that stick up into the soles of your feet and make you feel all delightful. And they're so easy to get on and off. And it's only a matter of time, Dermot, when you progress from where you're at now, which is a standard croc, mm. to the fur-lined winter Crocs. There I have. Now, Dermot, look. Look at the path you're on. No, no. Oh, Mine yeah. are purely functional. <laughs> it's to stop other people's verrucas getting onto my feet. <laughs> you're uh, a we, by the way, can we say hats off to the temperature, uh, to Mullingar Park Hotel for having a steam room that actually has steam in it. Yes. It's yeah. proper hot. I'm talking to you, all the other steam rooms in the country <laughs> that think that it's okay. It doesn't have to have steam. If it doesn't, it's just a room. Okay? You're wasting your time. Can I also say that whatever way they set up the temperature in their hotel rooms, can all other hotels please do that and stop making me walk into a hotel room with the air conditioning on at 16 degrees and I immediately have to try and get under the duvet to try and keep myself warm. It should be so hot in the hotel room that it should feel like the steam room in the other hotels. That's how hot it should be. We're getting out and about, going to as many places as we can on the campervan of Christmas joy. Because there are so many people in the country who need some joy for so many different reasons. And we're hearing lots of different stories. Some of them are joyful and some of them are a little bit more challenging. For one family, they're facing into a particularly hard Christmas in May. Chloe's 24-year-old fiancé, Ryan, went into hospital with a headache and never came home. We went to Arklow in Wicklow to visit Chloe and kids Ella, Roman and Ben to chat about Ryan and how Chloe is facing uh, into the next few weeks. Chloe, it's been, uh, it's been a challenging time. Yeah. What's been going on? Yeah, so he was, he was sick for over a year. 
So what Ryan was, but he was kind of like, he was kind of told, oh, maybe it's just like gastroenteritis. So he took medication on, he was fine. And then on May 25th, he had so, such bad headaches and he was he couldn't see, mm. he couldn't walk, he couldn't pick up the kids. And I said, right, you get your, go to the hospital, like go. And he went and then they'd found that he had two massive abscesses on his brain. And that the sickness he had shown up until that point, was it headaches or was it no, nausea? They just, or? No, they said it was um, a suspected ulcer in the stomach. Okay. Mm. So they gave him like um, buscapan. So they thought it was gastro-related. Yeah, yeah gastro-related because he was vomiting all as well. Like he yeah. actually Googled, you know, um, brain aneurysms and this. He was like, he was terrified. He was petrified. Like he was puking every colour under the sun. Like he was God. terrified. And he went to the hospital that day and they brought him to Bowman for emergency surgery. And he was vomiting everywhere. He was barely lucid. And then he went in there and then they drained them. They couldn't remove them because they were like embedded into the okay. into the brain. Yeah. And they only removed them. And um, they said that they might come back. So he was there. He, he was only awake from May 25th to May 30th. And then he was asleep for a month in a coma afterwards because oh, they no. came back again even bigger. Mommy. And then they, Mommy. yes, the second time he went for surgery, said that he might not come back out, but he did. And they went for the third time, right, he might not come back out. But he did. Wow. And then he went in for his month-long coma, and then he came back out, and he was awake, but he wasn't talking. Okay. He wasn't moving. He wasn't eating. He gets fed through, like, a tube and stuff. Yeah. And when he so, was going through the initial phase of going into the hospital and being rushed into surgery, were you able to be with him at that time? Because obviously you've got a mind yeah, with so like three kidneys. Yeah, so the, the day, actually, that for the day of the hospital I stayed back with the kids because I was like well like I can't go so when you have three of them it's not as easy and so his mum brought him then I did see him the next day and he was talking to me he was like oh I've got a banging headache and I was like well f fair enough like rightly so and he was like you know I miss the kids and he was like oh, I love you and he was like give me a kiss like, I've got a mask like, pull the mask down and give me a kiss yeah. so I did and then I saw him a couple of days later and he actually forgot Roman's name and I was like right something's not right there okay. something's wrong he kept calling him Connor and I was like I don't know who Connor is. So I was like, that's not what we called him. He made me call him Roman, so you know, I didn't get Connor. And they said, yeah, it came back again. So yeah, he has a trachea in because he was intubated. Okay. So he's got a trachea in still, still now because he can't breathe on his own because he lost all muscle function in his throat. So when he swallows, he swallows mommy, his own saliva mommy. down and he's basically drowning himself. Mommy. So yes, he keeps getting chronic mommy. pneumonia. Mm. Okay, so, every, so every week. fluid on the lungs yeah, from so, his own yeah, throat. Yeah, it's aspiration pneumonia, so right. he gets that every week. When you go in to see him, is is he aware of you? Yeah, is he aware I, I'd of what's like, happened I'd to like him? I like to think he's, he knows who I am. Like, he can't talk. And he, he's, he's, he's six stone now. He's 40 kg. And he's 24. So he's very, very skinny. Like, he's yeah. he looks like something you see on the telly. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, that's actually... That actually happens to people. Like it's it's scary. Like it is scary to see him. Well, we're looking at pictures here of yeah, him on the wall behind yeah. us, and he's a very healthy, yeah, happy he's very, daddy. Yeah, and he's very handsome. Very, very handsome. Very <laughs> I like him a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, how did you guys meet? We've actually been friends since we were thirteen. So right. we first were friends, and he didn't like me, and I didn't like him because he was so opinionated, and he was so like headstrong, and he was like, "I'm always right, and you can just get over yourself." <laughs> I seen I, I seen him once in Eddie Rockets with his girlfriend at the time, and he was gonna look at me as if to say, "I don't want her, I want you." <laughs> and I was just like, "I was like, okay, I was like, bye, see you later." And then he used to work in Starbucks, and I walked into Starbucks one day, and um, I seen him in that age of the green apron, and everyone looks beautiful in that green apron, it's the, yeah. it's the most <laughs> attractive thing, yeah. and I seen him and I was like, yeah, I want you. <laughs> What's your favourite thing about Ryan that just said? Um, he's always so funny to me. 
Well, part of you must be looking for joy in some form because there's a giant yellow camper van yeah, yeah, outside just, your house for, now. For, yeah, for the, for the kids, I was like, as I said, I just don't feel it. As, as a parent, like, it's, you know, you want to give them the world and more. Well... So I wanted help because I just, I can't do it by myself. Yeah, and I just wanted, That's why we're here. That's yeah. why we're here in the camper van at Christmas yeah, Joy. Big, with big yellow, big yellow thing inside my head. Big yellow thing. <laughs> Chock full of goodies. So, look, we have some goodies for you. Yeah. We have loads of stuff for the kids <gasps> oh to make the kids' oh Christmas a little bit better. God. And we also give you a 500 euro Tesco voucher oh, so that you can take care of all the food Perfect. and everything else you Thank need you. and clothing and whatever That's you need right. to do in there. So God, take care of all that. Food. Sweets. Yeah, and hot some sweets. <laughs> <laughs> All, all, he, all he wants is toys. He's well, you've, we've got, got the man. We've got the toy bit boxed off, Ben. Don't worry. We've got that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Get a walkie-talkie. Yeah, definitely <laughs> get a walkie-talkie. Uh, Chloe, thank you so much for thank you. Um, for welcoming us into your You're lovely welcome. home and introducing us to your lovely family. And uh, I hope that Christmas uh, isn't too much of a struggle for you. Cocomelon, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Uh, we know that Ben likes dinosaurs. Pokemon. 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 <laughs> <gasps> you like dinosaurs? He's just like next. Yeah. Next. Next. And Ellie, you might have seen things in there for you, did you? I hope so. Yeah. Harry Potter stuff. Fidgets. And to make cooking that little bit easier for you, because you do have your hands full, we do have a brand new air fryer for you. Oh, and mine broke. Well, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And mine broke. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got a 500 euro voucher Thank for you. Tesco, which, okay. handily enough, is just around the corner. Yeah, literally right down the road. <laughs> Perfect. Good location. Harry Potter fans. And it wouldn't be Christmas without selection. Oh. Yay! <laughs> what? Well, it's, as you're playing with them, we got to get back yeah. on board the camper van at Christmas Joy and wave goodbye to you and yeah. say Happy Christmas. Yeah. All right, guys. See you later. Thank you. Happy Bye. Christmas. Bye.
are right here, smack bang, in the middle of Mullingar Town beside the Joe Dolan statue. There are so many visitors that come up and said hello to us already. Thank you so much, everybody, getting up so early and coming in and saying hi. Uh, we've sent our call, our roving reporter, out on the streets uh, to do shout-outs to everybody. Call, what's going on? Yeah, there are uh, a lot of Mullingarians. Is that what we would call these? <laughs> Mullingarites. Uh, actually, I think we need a cheer. Okay. Yes. <laughs> can you hear that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, Mullingar is famous for Niall Horan, uh, Niall Breslin, but there are actually some very famous people out here as well. One man's name, James Dean. Catherine wow. Bates, Sharon Mallon, Helen Hunt, Breda Brady, Aidan Fox and Colin Fallon, they're supposed to be in work, but they are knocking about. Dermot Smith, Gronya Roach, John Reedy, Jenny Herity, all the TY students in the Mullingar Community College. And also, uh, we need to say thanks to the lads in Millie Walsh's Maxall. Apparently, <laughs> it's the best Maxall in Mullingar. Is that true? <laughs> Is yeah, it potentially the only Maxall in Mullingar? Yeah, probably. Also, we're just saying thanks uh, to them for existing. <laughs> a final hello to Sophie, Hannah, Rachel and Ruth. They were here this morning. I think they went to school late. They're in All Saints National School. They're in Miss Allison's class. Can we get one big cheer from everyone in Mullingar? I, I know we're thanking uh, Millie's Maxall in Mullingar because they were the only people who would wash the camper van last night. Oh. Uh, because after us driving down many dirty country roads on our travels, meeting people yesterday, yeah. uh, we needed to clean it up. I needed to clean up the camper van's act before we parked up beside Joe Dolan today. So Got to be fresh for standing beside Joe. Yeah, yeah that's why we're saying thanks uh, to... Is it is it Minnie's Maxall or Millie? Uh, Millie. Millie Watch. Millie Watch. Millie Watch. 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 Right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah uh, the man around town. Well, weirdly, all the traffic seems to be reversing past us here in Mullingar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure what's going on. Uh, well, this always happens. I know it's a one-way system, but they Please haven't got the hang of it yet. Stop reversing now. She's still going. No, oh, I think. No, she's still going. Where are you going backwards? <laughs> we realise this is radio. Nobody can see what's happening, but there's literally a lady reversing down Main Street. Uh, Cahill is here with us. Christmas Cahill. Hype man Cahill. Someone else has suggested yeah. maybe as a title. What are, you, what are you going for here? Christmas Cahill? Well, just for the week that's in it. Let's go Christmas Crowd Cahill. control Cahill. I mean, yeah. Got so many names for you. All sorts of things out there. I'm loving it. I'm loving the cheering. He is like a Harvey Kennedy on the electric picnic main stage. Yeah. <laughs> Keep dreaming. Uh, okay, so Paul, you went out and about. Yesterday you were down selling Christmas trees in Tralee. Where are you today? Well, like, look, it's day two of my reports. Sean says, you can travel anywhere in Ireland. Mm. So where do you think I went? I went home to Cashel in County Tipperary. Lazy <laughs> <laughs> little kid. Any excuse for a bit of mammy's cooking, you're pathetic. Any excuse. So, yeah, I was down with Paddy and all the lads down there in, in Quality Meats uh, in the butchers down in Cashel. And we had a bit of crack. Do you want to hear how it we went? We would love to hear it. Absolutely. Bring on the crack. <laughs> Next on my Christmas tour of Ireland, I went back to my hometown of Cashel in County Tipperary. I paid a visit to the people that are going to be responsible for my Christmas dinner. No, not my mother, the local butcher. Please introduce yourself, Mr. Butcher. Hello, uh, Paddy Doyle here, Quality Meats, Cashel, County Tipperary. My mother gets all her meats here, so they definitely are quality. So we're like, what, three weeks out till Christmas. How busy of a time is this for our butchers? This, this is the busiest time of the year for our butchers, leading right up into Christmas week and up into Christmas Eve. It would be our busiest time of the year. Turkeys, hams, roast beef, lamb, all that. And are, there different, are there different sizes, like? Can I, can all I say? Sizes, yeah. So, how, like, let's say I, I came in here and I said, Paddy, I've. Um, I have a family of 10. Do I need two turkeys for that? I was asking this for you, Dave. No, no. 
one big turkey see what people kind of forget too is you have a ham with it yeah. so you normally like, you know what I mean so you turkey and the ham two of them together it's going to feed a lot of people so you know you don't need this big huge turkey before people would have got a big turkey but nowadays people just get a, tend to get a smaller turkey have it for that day maybe a small for the sambos and after that they kind of want it gone the best time is the day after yeah, putting no, it into sambos sandwich. yeah <laughs> yeah. and the ham dinner obviously is very popular as well like for the sandwiches and that Oh, okay. So do you have a look at all the turkeys and say, right lads, come in, come in and get your pick before all the rest of the people come in and have a look? No, not really. I think no, you're lying no, there. No, no, not really. All turkeys more or less the same. Are they? Yeah. 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 There's not, you're not all saying, I'll, I'll put my name on that one. No, 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 no. I'm not too sure what I'd be like, Paddy. If I had the pick of any turkey, I'm pretty sure I'd be putting my name on the biggest one. But you know what? We're not all going to be eating turkey and ham on Christmas Day. Our Emer is the resident vegan on the show. Emer, what will you be having for Christmas dinner? I will probably have some form of nut roast or fake meat roast. I'm going to use the next couple of weeks to really figure out which one is best, do some test runs. Then I'll have the usual roasties and veg and all and cooked in olive oil and then vegan ice cream for dessert and, you know, maybe some vegan chocolate. And it's great because no one else eats it, so I get it all to myself. Is there any vegan gravy? I think you can just bisto it yeah it's fine yeah I'm not a huge gravy fan which is controversial my main thing is stuffing basically my plate will be 95% stuffing to be fair that does sound pretty good I should have given a word of warning before we started this one I know it's a tough listen to if you're hungry let's go back down to Cashel down to the butchers so do you have like a big black book with just everyone's name in it and say here I want a book there's a big book there everyone's name goes into the book Okay, yeah. so at what stage, how late into the Christmas do you say, ah, oh, jeez, you're putting your name into the book now? Maybe two or three days beforehand. You'd never what? see, yeah, you'd never see people stuff. <laughs> no, it might be, that late. It might, be, it might be the wrong thing to say now because I go, people go, say, ah, there's no panic and all of this. <laughs> I just answer that, it's in the book, it's black and white. It's in the book, yeah, the book, the book, yeah. So now, you got your warning, lads, let that be it. You have a lot of lads kind of flying around you here, there's boys prepping and one of them actually I went to school with is Dahi Burke. Dahi, yes. I was asking when the first person came in to order their turkey, what time of the year it was. Please tell me what you said. Oh, June. <laughs> June. June. I, may word, I may have used another word with that, but <laughs> we won't go there now. Do you think that's like, like way too early? Like It is. People just start to panic this time of the year. As soon as, they, as, soon as you get over the communities or Christmas or something, whatever they have that time of the year, usually something comes next for this person it was Christmas. Now, do you enjoy working in the butchers during Christmas? Yeah, well, you're flat out the whole time, like, so it's yeah. great. It's always busy in here, like, there's always somebody coming in or somebody to feed or somebody to look after. But Christmas is just crazy, anyway. Now, the fact that you're supposed to be meat experts, do you cook the Christmas dinner at home? God, no. <laughs> no. You can't beat Mammy's dinners. Yeah, do you cook the dinner at home, Paddy? Anyway, I cook Christmas dinner at home. Yeah? Yeah, and I quite enjoy it, too. I love it. Do you? Yeah, I love it. One of the most stressful parts of Christmas Day can be cooking the Christmas dinner. Well, let's go to Waterford now and talk to Ashling Larkin. Ashling is one of our nation's most loved chefs. You'll know her from the 6 o'clock show on Virgin Media Television. Well, she has some very, very, very handy tips for you. Has everyone got a pen? Take it away, Ashling. Number one, don't be a martyr. If you're having people around, get them to bring something. Bring a side, bring a dessert. It's all hands on deck. Number two, be prepared. Think like Santa. Make a list. Check it twice. Make sure you have a saucepan and trays that are big enough to fit the size of the meat that you are buying. There is nothing worse on Christmas Eve trying to fit a ham into a saucepan that won't fit. Arrange your oven shelves. Make sure you've got space in your oven to fit your turkey. 
buy yourself a meat thermometer. Take away that stress. Just check it and that way you will know it's cooked and you won't overcook it and you won't have to stress. One of the biggest challenges on Christmas Day is how to get everything to the table warm. How do you serve a hot Christmas dinner? Top tips. Warm your plates. Put your plates in the oven. Keep them warm. Number two mashed potatoes. After you've made your mashed potatoes, transfer them to a slow cooker. Turn your slow cooker onto low, pop on the lid, and this will keep your mashed potatoes nice and warm. This will also work for all your side dishes. Parboil lots of your veggies the day before, refresh them in cold water, and then pop them in the oven with a little bit of oil or butter and roast them in the oven. So this keeps them really nice and warm and serve them straight to the table. Finally, for the turkey, when you take the turkey out of the oven, wrap it up. So you want to allow it to rest, wrap it in foil, then take a towel, pop it in the tumble dryer or on a radiator, a big towel, get it nice and hot and then wrap your turkey in that. That will insulate it and keep it really warm and carve it at the last minute. I told you you should have grabbed a pen. Thank you very, very much, Ashling. I hope they help families across the country. So on behalf of all of the Dermot and Dave team, we want to thank you the butchers, the chefs, the delivery drivers, everyone that keeps us fed and watered and happy during the festive period. Let's go back down to Paddy the Butchers in Cashel just one last time. The best part about this, Butchers, is the radio you're playing. I can hear in the background that the yeah, two boys yeah. are yeah. talking. We like this, gentlemen, and Dave, and of course yourself, Paddy. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's what I like to hear. Thanks for having me, Paddy. Not a bother. Happy Christmas and a prosperous year to all our customers. And thanks for everything throughout the year. It's most, most important, that custom. And we value it greatly. No, thank you, Paddy. Well, would you look at the time? I think it's time for dinner. Time for a bit of the Mammy's dinner with some Paddy's meat, undoubtedly, Cahill. Just home to Cashel, you know, that's the only place you could go. <laughs> well, I had to, didn't I? I knew yeah. the meat was quality. so I just Well, in fairness, if you know it's quality, it's a good place to go. Uh, Cahill is out on the road, as are we. Over the whole week, we're getting to so many places, um, and as many places as we can. And if you'd like us to drop into you, um, other places than Cashel, um, <laughs> you can just drop us an email, Dermot and David, todayfm.com. Now, Cahill, you got to choose where you could go in the country, and you picked Cashel. Yeah. You don't know where you're going today. No, no. That's <laughs> no. Dermot and I have been I keeping a little secret from you. Yeah, I, I could see the no, grin this, on your face. This is, this is nothing bad, Carl. This is nothing bad. No. We're actually doing something really nice for you. You know the way recently you revealed on the show that you want to improve your Irish? Ta. Yeah. So, ta. So, yeah. you want to get better at Irish. So, tomorrow we are going to be live from Air Square in Galway. Yeah. Now, Galway's not that far away from Irish. Where do you speak Irish? In the Gaeltacht. Yes, the Gwell. Connemara. Connemara. Okay. And out in Connemara, they make one of the most, probably the biggest TV show, Os Gwelga, Ross Naroon. Oh, Ross Naroon. Carl, we've you, gotten you in. <laughs> you're going to meet the people who make Ross Naroon and maybe even you can see if you can sneak yourself into the TV show. <laughs> Carl. I can't speak Irish. You, be, you better get on. We're not, we're not learning. Get on to the Duolingo yeah. between now and <laughs> later on. Between Ta and Sha. That'll help you. But you're going, literally today, okay. after this show, you're getting in your car and you're heading for Connemara. You're heading for the studios where they make Ross Naroon. You're getting in there. You're going to see what, how you can improve your eyes oh, with God. the absolute experts called No Better People to Teach You. I'll be out of my depth. That's there the whole now. point. <laughs> Jeez, you, can't. So Lella. you better get all the phrases ready. <laughs> 
lovely message in from Odie, who's from Mullingar, but says, it's great to hear my hometown being represented so beautifully this morning from all the way over here in South Carolina. It's four years since I was home, and homesickness can kick in this time of year, but listen to the crack helps. Well, Odie, uh, we're not surprised you're homesick for this place. It's absolutely brilliant. We're so glad we came to Mullingar. Brilliant crack. There's kids outside dancing and bopping away to all the tunes. And I tell you what, it's the people of Mullingar that are representing it so well. So many smiley, happy, welcoming people, all ages passing by, and just really, really proud of their town, and why not? Um, but look, our camper van is not just travelling to Mullingar, it's travelling far and wide, and while we can't reach every part of Ireland, through the magic of technology, the camper van can <laughs> just get on the phone. And the online on the line now is in Louth is Ellen McBride. Hello, Ellen. Hi, guys. How are you? Not too bad. How are you? Lovely, lovely to talk to you. Thanks for getting in touch with us. We're delighted to be able to chat to you. What's going on with you? Where are you working today? I'm not actually in work at the minute. I'm online doing my coursework, but I work in Sunhill Nursing Home in Terms Second. Right, and you got in touch and you said that the uh, the work you do is just brilliant with this, the staff and residents of Sunhill Nursing Home. Yeah, love my job. Yeah, they're all amazing. Yeah, and what's so good about it? Well, just everything, just caring for them and being there for them and they just all have brilliant personalities, you know, getting to know everybody. And mm, Yeah. Yeah. And uh, tell us about, you've got four daughters, busy house. Yeah, what, what's the age range of your daughters? Give us a blast of that because that'll shock people. <laughs> well, yeah, nineteen is my eldest. She actually works there too, and uh, I have eleven, ten, and three. Eleven, ten, and three. Your hands wow. are yep. full. <laughs> Hopefully, the nineteen, eleven, and ten can give you a hand with the three-year-old. That'd be good. Um, they definitely do. Well, look, we've decided that because we can't come and visit you, we still want to send you loads of goodies. So what's going to happen is, thanks to our friends at Tesco, we're going to send some lovely biscuits and sweets and loads of nice treats up for the residents of Sunhill Nursing Home. Oh, class, they love that. Thanks a million. No worries. And you did mention something that you said, you said <laughs> I don't need anything myself as long as my girls are safe. Although I do need what? <laughs> an air fryer. An air fryer. Well, <laughs> no, we'll do. We'll send you up a lovely air fryer as well. Oh, How about so that? So good. Thanks a million. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good woman. Uh, thanks for getting in touch. And it's been, thanks, lad. It, uh, you're very welcome. Has it been in a tough year for you, Ellen? It has, yeah, we have a few struggles along the way, but we're getting there now, coming out the other end of it, so we're all right. Well, that's good to well, hear. Hopefully yeah. we manage to spread some Christmas joy. Have a wonderful Christmas. Uh, hi too. to all the residents of Sunhill Nursing Home in Termonfecken, and keep up the great work. Thanks a million. Happy Christmas. See you, Ellen. Happy you Christmas. Too. Bye. Bye. And Bye. thanks to Tesco for providing us with all those goodies. Dave's world. Dave's world. If we don't let him do it, he gets ratty. Bad Jokes Edition. Okay, it's time for the bad jokes on the camper van of Christmas Joy. And uh, these have been sent in by everybody. And I actually had some people come up to the camper van and give me jokes. So we'll get to them. Start off with Casey, who's six, came up to the camper van this morning before the show had even started to tell me a joke. Why was E the only letter of the alphabet not to get a Christmas... No, that's wrong. <laughs> she said, why was E the only letter of the alphabet that got a Christmas present? Because the rest of them were naughty. 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 No. Six-year-old Casey. Good joke. A lot of people out there like that one. <laughs> uh, Amelia's also six. Why does Santa have three gardens? So he can ho, ho, ho. <laughs> oh, God. Irene says it used to be a Christmas tradition for my family to go to the pub for a few hours and then come home and deck the halls frankly I'm surprised the halls carried on living next door to us for as long as they did <laughs> oh no uh, not too shabby says who is a Christmas tree's favourite singer Spruce Springsteen 
<laughs> Contractually obliged Carl is not liking these Christmas yeah, jokes. No. Carl, they're only going to get worse from here. Uh, Greg says, why do reindeer like Beyonce so much? Because she slays. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like that one. <laughs> Sarah says, how did Mary and Joseph have their shopping delivered? On a little donkey. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Sheila says, my favorite saying is, as one door closes, another opens. Which is why I've already eaten all the chocolates in my advent calendar. <laughs> I like that one. Carmel's got a couple of jokes in a row here. She says, finally decided to put up the Christmas tree. Thought it would spruce up the place. It's another spruce joke, guys. No, <laughs> nothing, nothing. One is enough for them. Yeah. Carmel says, what do reindeer have for lunch? 45 minutes, same as the elves. <laughs> oh, God. Derek says, my wife bought me a new watch last Christmas. It doesn't work properly. I've tried for nearly a year to tell her. It never seems to be the right time. <laughs> That's just... At least he's finding it fun, yeah. At least you're enjoying it. Chucky Wacky Dave says, Did you know you can tell the age of a fake Christmas tree by counting the rings of sellotape on the box? Only <laughs> <laughs> because it's true. Yeah. Eddie says, Yesterday I dressed up as Lara Croft. Tomorrow I'm dressing up as Maleficent. Well, tis the season to be jolly. Jolly, 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 jolly. Andrew says, my nephew asked me to get him a train set for Christmas. I can't find one anywhere, so I'm going to get him a replacement bus service set instead. Brian and Sinead just sent a card into the camper van with a joke on it. It says, one Christmas light says to the other, are you working over the Christmas? On and off. <laughs> the lights. <laughs> the lights. On I like that off. one. <laughs> and finally, Adrian says, you all have to get involved now, nice and loud, right? Okay. Emer, you two. Knock, knock. Who's there? Ho, ho. Ho, ho, who? Laz, that's a terrible Santa impression. Dermot <laughs> <laughs> and Dave's Camper Van of Christmas Joy. With the Tesco, standing up for joy this Christmas. Now, we are absolutely loving being on the camper van of Christmas Joy, travelling around the country, meeting people. Uh, yesterday in Kildare, we met the king and queen of Kildare, although Brian Ormond was quick to point out he's from Dublin, but it was Pippa O'Connor <laughs> and Brian Ormond. He's been uh, adopted by yeah, Kildare. At this point. But a true Mullingar man now has joined us. Uh, he is related to, he's the nephew of the wonderful Joe Dolan. It is Mr. Ray Dolan. Ray, how are you? I am fantastic, lads. Great to be here, which is in the Marcus Square, right beside Uncle Joe, giving it loads. Yeah, Absolutely. the bronze statue just beside us. They haven't built one of you yet, but there's still time. Well, uh, anyway, Joe's representing the family, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. That's what Probably one is enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, tell us about Joe and your memories of him. I mean, obviously, it's been, God, it's been, so, it's been 15 years. It's coming up now in December, isn't it? 15 years, and we're doing a celebration tour, so we're, we're on, the, on the road next week. But, yeah, it's been unbelievable the, since he passed away 15 years ago. It's like yesterday and everyone still has these great memories of Joe and still the music is still alive and everyone gets a lift off. The kids here were just singing Goodbye Venice. Um, well, here's the thing about Joe. Like People need to realise how long Joe worked in the industry. He's the only artist in Ireland to have a number one hit in the 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s. Yeah. Like, Four decades of yeah. hits. That's absolutely insane. And in, as well as that, they had all the musicians from around here. The band was 
uh, all local. Yeah. We had our sound man, we had our light man, we had the whole kit and caboodle. So it was like a machine on tour. It was like mm. your own machine here. But it was a unit and we all were part of the team, including Joe, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was he like to work with? You know, sometimes, you know, the, people don't become that successful by accident did he have great attention to detail did he run a tight ship on the road what was he like to actually work with he was very very professional and literally um, he went out there and he gave 100% every single night like just no matter what was going on no matter whether you're cold or not or mm. the whole lot and so it was for all them years that I played with him which is over 20 uh, but the show still continues uh, for all them years I played with him I never seen him doing a bad gig Really? So just and, on all the time, and the energy of him was unbelievable yeah. on stage. It was like a whirl, a whirlwind. Like he, it was powerful. Um, and what were you doing in the band yourself? I was playing percussion, um, and then uh, I was playing drums. Then up for the last few years in the band, yeah. Right. So percussion was a great job because you were in the back waving at everyone. I am here. You were there. <laughs> Giving it an help. And connecting with people and yeah, that type yeah, of thing. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it was a great, great job. And then we had the personnel van, so my job was to bring them to the show as well. Okay. So we had the tour gang. We had all the lads going ahead. They left at 2 o'clock, and then we left at 5 o'clock. And then we set up the gear, and then we done the sound check, and then took a break, and then done the gig. But as well as that, I used to do support to the show. So I used to play guitar ah. very badly and sing. I doubt <laughs> it. If you're doing support to Joe, anywhere. I'm actually... What's happened uh, since Joe's passing is you, because you've just gotten a big tour bus, tour van, hadn't you? The bus. Yeah. And tell us the story of that, that you had gotten this beautiful, is it a Sprinter? It's a Sprinter bus. We we had always different buses over the years, but then we got the Sprinter and like uh, we really, really went all out on this Pimp bus. my ride job. Got it all. It was UV lights and everything. Beautiful, beautiful. And uh, um, Joe, as I say, we had it in September, but then Joe passed away in December. But he, he travelled once or twice. But in a way, he preferred his car. He in, So for all them 40 years or whatever he was playing, he had that independence. Yeah. Whether my father used to bring him or they'd travel together or Joe would make his own way and he'd collect him, you know. Mm. Uh, interestingly enough, my father is 88 years of age and he's still on the road. Still on the road? Yeah, so my yeah. brother, my sister, my father, myself and a nine-piece band. So that's our full show, playing Joe's music. That's God, fantastic. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And, I mean, we were talking about Joe's records there for having number ones in four different decades. You, you've got to hold a record at the moment for the amount of bus session shows you've done because you've been performing <laughs> on Facebook every single day for how many days in a row? Uh, 986 or 7 <laughs> I think today. We're a little bit off 1000 so we're on it on our own we've all our friends looking in from all over the world and downtown Mullingar and on the 18th of December we're going to make an executive decision with myself Yeah no. <laughs> yeah. we, we'll and see what that is well, come here, tell, What is the bus session? What do you do? So what I do is Originally I started off Put up the PA Put up the lights Put up everything Two phones across yeah, I yeah. had a, a stand That you hang the, 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 uh, All the cameras on mm. And then um, We progressed then As we moved along And then We got back to work again So I've, I've Shrinked it down a bit So we were doing Nearly an hour So we do one tune Every day now but we have another show called The Twelve Bongs at 12 o'clock. Right. And that really sort of came from the time I was at school. And at 12 o'clock, you hear, bong. Yeah, and yeah. you go, right, one hour and we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that became our, our 12 o'clock show. So during the break of two and a half years, um, I had it 
uh, the bus sessions and then we went on to the 12 bong show well it was started off as a shout out show gotcha and then we moved on then from there well, then. so how do people find your shows so if you look for Ray Dolan from Mullingar in Mullingar yeah and, and we have Facebook. our and we, yeah and we have our hashtag from Mullingar in Mullingar promote what's good and great about our town our people and our business so in 2015 I started to go live from the statue and we had a wow. festival in the town at the time and it sort of became a rant and when you go live, you, you just do it. Yeah. You understand? We know yourself. well. So, and the energy comes. So, and, and that's where from Mullingar, in Mullingar, came from, mm. and bus sessions and well, the 12 look, bongs. You've got to go and get ready for these 12 bongs. Uh, where yeah. can people find out about the Joe Dolan show, Remembering Joe? Uh, Remembering Joe show is, uh, let me see, joedolan.com. Joedolan.com is the place, place to go, go if you want to yeah. see Ray and the entire family banging out the tunes of Joe Dolan. Thanks for coming on to the Camper Van of Christmas Joy on Today FM, Ray. Uh, one, one thing, lads, we're going to have St. Patrick's Day Parade here. Oh, yeah. Uh, th- actually, we might have St. Patrick coming down the canal. So maybe uh, you might be able to come down yourselves and bring the camper van. The camper van. van of Paddy's Joy. Who knows? We could rebrand <laughs> yeah. it. We're going, to, we're going to bring St. Patrick in on the flotilla. On the flotilla on yeah, the canal. Yeah, the night before. Wow. So we're okay. looking for a St. Patrick. Okay, well, if anyone anyone knows of St. Patrick, you can let Ray know. Check the house for a pointy hat. It could be you. Uh, Ray, thanks so much. JoeDolan.com the place to go. Ray, thanks for coming in and saying hello. The people of Mullingar have been so generous to us, not just with their welcome, but also with their gifts. <laughs> it's been a non-stop ferrying of gifts and food and deliciousness. And thank you so much to everybody who's dropped by the camper van today. Have a bit of crack. Call Minogue is outside. What do we call him? Christmas call? Christmas call, yeah, we're going Skull with that. is outside there. Yeah. He's got his Christmas hat poking out of his jeans pocket. It's a little bit of a new way to wear it. But hey, Colin, you know, <laughs> I just you, wanted you, to show off the earrings, you. though. The, yeah. The, the headphones are off, well, so you can see the earrings. people Mullingar are asking about the earrings. <laughs> uh, uh, Jumper even says the Santa squad. It means business. Yeah. Who's, who's around you? Well, you get loads of people still okay, out there, don't yeah, they? Yeah, loads of people. I have a bit of a roll call, so sorry oh, right. if I missed we'll anyone. Go for we'll go for Okay, so we have Connor, Brennan and Ava with Mammy, Sarah and Nana, Mary, Keith Farrell, Chris Coleman... Anya Christie, Sean Savage, Lorraine Gavigan, uh, Agnes Doherty. There was a full school here earlier, so yeah. St. Coleman's. They're second class. They were all here. But there was also the All Saints. The whole school of All Saints were here. 90 students. Wow. And they have two big gigs coming up this weekend. The Nativity Play and some concert, okay? So we think we're busy with our show on the road. <laughs> These kids have two big nights coming up this weekend. <laughs> so, yeah, there's lots of people, lots of names. Uh, I think we need one. Will we do the cheer again? We'll do one, one final one last yeah. Christmas cheer. Okay, Mullingar one big cheer. last uh, Mullingar cheer before we go. <laughs> Not bad. Legend, and listen, legend. we better say hi to the Heavey brothers, our cousins who came up in their shiny green jackets as well. Uh, Heavens, yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks for dropping into us. Legends. Uh, come here. We're on the road on the camper van of Christmas Joy all week long. Today we will go from Mullingar. We will head towards Galway. We will do the show from Air Square tomorrow morning. Cahill is going to be out in Connemara getting his part on Ross Naroon. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's in for. Uh, but look, if you're knocking about, if you want to get in touch with us, Dermot and Dave at todayfm.com. Drop us an email. Say hello. Tell us what's going on. we see if we can spin by you and spread some oh, Christmas joy. We're doing it all week long. All thanks to Tesco. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9 a.m. Today FM